Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen have their legacies on the line in the divisional round of the playoffs, and we're going to talk about that on today's edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Let's roll. You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tyler Rowland, local expert from Locked On Titans, here with one of Locked On Podcast Network's fantasy experts, Michelle Majuk. We're going to be diving into the quarterback legacies that are on the line in the divisional round. Who is the better fit for the Falcons between Bill Belichick and Jim Harbaugh? And who are our picks? For this weekend's games. Before we get into all of that, I do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use the code locked on NFL, all lowercase, for a first deposit match up to $100. And it's still crossover Thursday if your team is in the playoffs. So make sure that you go check out crossover Thursday episodes, which are also brought to you, of course, by Prize picks. Alex is a little under the weather. I'm a little under weather myself. You may be able to hear it, but luckily we have one of the superstars from the Locked On Podcast Network. Again, Michelle Majuk here to break down all of this NFL content with me. Uh, Michelle, thanks for joining. We're going to dive right in here because I'm not, I'm going to let everybody behind the curtain. Michelle had an excellent idea to kick off today's show. Josh Allen has a lot on the line here at home with Patrick Mahomes coming in. Josh Allen finally gets that home game against the Kansas City Chiefs. And then Lamar Jackson, who might win his second MVP this year, is he a guy that can get it done in the postseason? Those are big questions. Michelle, I'll give you the floor. Which one of those quarterback legacies are you more focused on this weekend? I think both have a lot riding for them, right? With Josh Allen, he's been knocked out of the playoffs in the divisional round each Mm -hmm. of the last two years. He needs to get over that hump. He needs to be Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. So, of course, that's super important. But with Lamar... He falls apart in the playoffs, right? And we've seen him be so good in the regular season and then have absolute disastrous games in the playoffs. Through Mm -hmm. his four playoff games, he's one and three. He has three total passing touchdowns, five interceptions. Mm -hmm. That ratio is not good enough. His (laughs) completion percentage is down to 56% in the playoffs. Averages 1.8 giveaways per game and gets sacked a ton in the playoffs also as well. And This is the issue, right? When you're looking at these two matchups here, right? You have Lamar Jackson going up against rookie quarterback CJ Stroud. Yes. Josh Allen going up against, you know, a little mini goat here, Patrick (laughs) Mahomes. So Lamar Jackson cannot possibly lose this game without it destroying his reputation in the playoffs even further. There is so much on the line here for Lamar. Yeah, no, you're 100% right, and as someone who covers the Titans, I have seen Lamar Jackson have one of those disaster games when the Titans upset the Ravens in 2019. Now, on the flip side of that, I saw Lamar take down the Titans in 2020, that one lone playoff win that he has, but I think you're 100% right. It's one of those situations where he's going to start to get accused of a regular season-only quarterback. We've seen him drop the ball, figuratively, 
and literally in the playoffs quite a bit. And coming off, I think this year more than any other year is huge because of the coaching changes the Ravens have made. They changed the defensive coordinator. Mike McDonald has done a fantastic job, may get a head coaching job. And they changed their offensive coordinator, Todd Munkin. All of these changes, especially offensive ones, were to support Lamar and say, hey, Greg Roman, you don't have an advanced enough passing scheme to get the most out of Lamar Jackson. He's not just a runner. He's a guy who can make plays in the passing game. And we just need to get him, one, better offensive coaching, and two, better weapons. And when you see Zay Flowers is, you know, probably the third best rookie wide receiver behind, of course, Puka Nakua, who gets the top spot. But Jordan Addison was great in Minnesota as well. You see Zay Flowers emerge as a really good wide receiver. Odell Beckham always shows up in big moments. We could talk about his regression as an athlete due to the injuries and all that. But in big games, Odell Beckham will show up. And, of course, you got Rashad Bateman, who's been up and down. But you look at the separation numbers, Rashad Bateman separates it like an elite level. It's crazy. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Mark Andrews is going to be back. Their run game has enough, even without rookie Keaton Mitchell. And they have a really, really good offensive line. So at this point, it's funny, Michelle, because in the Locked On NFL chat before the season, I wanted the Ravens to get good wide receivers because my big thing was no more excuses for Lamar. No more excuses. And now he has none. So this is the moment, and especially, like you pointed out, a rookie quarterback and C.J. Stroud on the other side with not, I mean, Probably maybe a little bit better weapons, but without Tank Dell, no Noah Brown, he probably won't have better weapons in this game. Doesn't have the better defense. Lamar has all the advantages in this game. He's at home off of a bye. If he loses this game to C.J. Stroud, I'm with you. It would be incredibly detrimental to his legacy. Yeah, and I don't even know how you trust these rates. It's like, kind of like the Cowboys, right? Like, I don't know how Cowboys fans are going <laughs> right. to go into next year and trust their team because they None. can look so yeah. incredibly good in the regular season and then fall apart. That's kind of like what this feels like a trap game almost for the Ravens, right? Like we just saw from the Cowboys against the Packers. But at the same time, Lamar right now, he might even be getting back Mark Andrews. Uh, That would be huge. I know Isaiah likely has stepped up and been plenty good for him, but Mark Mm -hmm. Andrews is Lamar Jackson's safety guy there. And that's only going to help. But also it's not just on Lamar Jackson. You have the number one defense in the league and the number one pass defense, they're incredible at stopping the deep ball, which is exactly what CJ Stroud is so good at. There is literally no reason for the Ravens to lose this game unless, unless Lamar and this offense completely falls apart. And that will just put so much negativity around talking about Lamar. And then going back to Josh Allen, like we've seen yep. amazing games out of Josh Allen. We mm-hmm. saw, I mean, this is a rematch, <laughs> right? Of the 2021 yeah. divisional round against Mahomes and Allen when they went head to head and just, I mean, it was what 13, 13 seconds, 13 yeah. seconds yeah, for Mahomes to yeah. bring their team into overtime and, and the chiefs to win. But Josh Allen had an absolutely amazing game and an amazing playoff season that year as well, but just had a nice game against the Steelers too. So we've seen Josh Allen have these really nice performances, but again, they can't just keep losing in the divisional round year after year after year. They have to, get to the Super Bowl, win mm-hmm. a Super Bowl. Geez, for these Bills fans, they they need it they so much. Conference championship, you know what I mean? Th- yeah. You're right. This is one of those seasons where we've seen some discontent. Remember before the year, Stephon Diggs was at practice, left. There was all this reporting. Now you see, you know, they had a little downtime during the season when they switched the offensive coordinators and all of that. So I think that while Buffalo has righted the ship here and they've looked good at the end of the season, we saw them fall flat in the second half against the Steelers just last week when they should absolutely not have made that game as close as it is. Now you get that home game against Mahomes where all the other examples we talk about 
they were in Kansas City. Like we said with Lamar, the excuses are out the window for Buffalo. They have a good running back. They have good weapons. The defense has been playing well. They're at home. And you look at Sean McDermott and you look at Josh Allen, and to me, this may be one of those things where if they don't come out and perform, there could be some changes on the horizon. How long can you keep doing the same thing over and over if you're Buffalo? So this is huge for them. Yeah, and I will say... I could see the Bills losing this game, not because of a Josh Allen performance. Like the offense can look fine and then right. the pressure is off of him. Their defense is so incredibly hurt. I think that's the one excuse you could give this Bills team is how many starters do they have out? Yeah. Do some of these starters come back? That would be huge. But all of their linebackers right now are struggling. Yeah. So maybe Travis Kelsey has a huge game. So that's why at the same time, I also do think less pressure is on Allen than Lamar because Lamar has everything he needs yep. and he's not yep. going up against Patrick Mahomes. He's going up yes. against CJ Stroud. So when you're just looking at these two guys this week, what their legacy, what stands here for them when it comes to these games, Lamar Jackson probably is a little bit more nervous, I think, going into this to this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Great points there. And we're going to move on. Speaking of legacies, two of the best head coaches that we have seen in our lifetime, their legacies could change if they take an NFL head coaching job. We're going to talk about who's better for the Atlanta Falcons, Bill Belichick or Jim Harbaugh, and give our picks for who's going to win these games this weekend. So a lot more coming up on today's edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Before we get into it, though, I do want to let you guys know that today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Look, Sometimes we all need the opportunity to get something off our chest, big or small. Certain things can really start to get to you, and it's important to let that out, especially to someone who's unbiased in your life. And I'll be honest with you, Michelle, that's what we're doing right now with these quarterback legacy discussions. And look, guys, whether it be football stuff, you don't want to water down the importance of mental health and all of that. But at the same time, like me, if you are like me, this stuff can definitely weigh on you. And watching some of these quarterbacks and seeing what happens, that's always something that we're going to want to discuss. But there are plenty of things in your personal life that weigh on you as well that you need to get off your chest. And just talking to someone, again, who's unbiased about your life and can give you some unbiased feedback can be absolutely critical. Therapy can be different for everyone. And most of us have bigger problems, of course, than our favorite sports teams, like I was saying. But again, it is important to get things off your chest every once in a while. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, you have to give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be flexible. It's suited to your schedule. And they make it really easy to get paired up with the perfect therapist for you. And you could switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which was a feature that that really, really made me feel comfortable during my experience with BetterHelp. So make sure that you guys visit betterhelp.com slash locked on to get 10% off your first month, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com, slash, locked on. Football fans, let's continue today's edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. We just talked about quarterback legacies on the line with Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. Now we want to kind of spin it forward as there are still a bunch of head coaching vacancies. But we're starting to get some whispers about who could be taking one of those. The Atlanta Falcons 
seem to be looking for a very experienced coach. Will they go with Bill Belichick, the GOAT? Will they go with Jim Harbaugh, the recent championship coach from Michigan? It's a big discussion, and we're going to dive into it before we do. Do want to let you guys know that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. It's called Locked On Sports Today. It's here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts from Locked On, plus all our national shows, like Locked On NFL, covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Be a part of history. Michelle, I know that when we talked before the show that you were a little weary of one of these potential hires for the Atlanta Falcons. Who are you worried about most here and why? I'll say, so, uh, you know, I'm fantasy. I'm a fantasy person, right? So I want offensive players to go off. I want the best chance for that. So right. for the Falcons, I really, really do not want them to hire Bill Belichick because yeah. we've seen running backs be such a headache for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. We've seen him not utilize certain weapons enough as they should be. That's just Arthur Smith all over again with a bigger legacy as winning Super Bowls, you know? But, like, right. you're telling me you're going to go from Arthur Smith, who refused to use B. John Robinson enough because he needed to de- needed just needed to get Tyler Algier right. and Cordero, Cordero Patterson, I always mess up his name, touches, <laughs> right? He didn't yeah. get Kyle Pitts or Drake London the ball enough. And then who in the world's going to be the quarterback for the Falcons next year? We don't know that either. But you really want Bill right. Belichick – with a young quarterback that's hopefully not Desmond Ritter, but this doesn't make sense to me at all. This match does not fit for yeah. me in my brain whatsoever. No, I'm 100% with you on that. And, you know, you look at a team that used Jonu Smith more than they use Kyle Pitts, and you're going to hire the coach that gave Jonu Smith $12 million a season? I mean, I, as people know, when they listen to Locked on Titans, I am a film guy, and I was somebody who I am also a Tennessee Titans fan. So I like their players. I root for them. But when Corey Davis and John U. Smith got $12 million a season uh, after the 2020 year, I was on a mountaintop saying the Titans do not need to pay those guys that. John U. Smith is a tight end, too, at best. And you're going to reintroduce him to the guy that wanted to pay him like he was a top-tier NFL tight end. You're 100% right. Bill Belichick has constantly messed around with the running backs. And from a fantasy perspective, the Atlanta Falcons have so much offensive talent that they should be a hammer play. Pitt should be a hammer play. Bijan a hammer play. Drake London a hammer play. And and to bring in a coach who clearly isn't committed to the best and most advanced offensive system possible, it would just be a massive mistake. I mean, I think a guy like Ben Johnson from the Lions would be a way better hire for what the Falcons have right now than Bill Belichick. Last year, the Falcons' defense was actually pretty decent. It was the offense that underperformed. And you're going to bring in a guy whose offenses have clearly underperformed every single year that he hasn't had the best quarterback of all time. And speaking of quarterback, Bill Belichick has never had success with a young quarterback. We just see Mac Jones, a first-round pick, absolutely tank and fail. He's getting benched, and they're playing Bailey Zappi. And you want to give Desmond Ritter that coach? You want to give – people are saying, hey, Falcons should trade for Justin Fields. Why in the world would I want Bill Belichick to coach a modern running quarterback like Justin Fields? How in any realm does that make sense? So I'm 100% with you. I get it. Arthur Blank is older. I, you know, not to be rude, but 
his, the time is ticking. You know, he's in his 80s. I'm sure he's feeling that pressure and wanting to see his team win again. And I just do not see how it makes any sense for them to do that. Kyle Shanahan ain't walking through the door to pair with your defensive coach. We know who the better coach was on that Super Bowl uh, winning, or not winning, of course, Super Bowl team. So I think it would be a, a big mistake. But on the flip side, Jim Harbaugh would make a ton of sense for the Atlanta Falcons. An offensive guy with an offensive background who's known for maximizing his weapons. You look at Crabtree. You look at the running backs in San Francisco. You look at Vernon Davis, of course. Delaney Walker. Colin Kaepernick, of course. If you want to go get Justin Fields to be your quarterback, how is there a better option than Jim Harbaugh? He gives you the legacy checkboxes of Bill Belichick. Championship winner, team builder, leader, all that. But also has the offensive panaz to get the best out of what you're trying to do, the best parts of your team where you've invested picks. So for me, out of Belichick and Harbaugh, it's clearly Jim Harbaugh. What do you think about the Harbaugh idea for Atlanta? Yeah, I'm 100% on board with Harbaugh. I would prefer the Ben Johnson, like, but it's just easy to place him there, right? You, you use yes. all of these early picks on all of these offensive weapons. You mm -hmm. have Justin Fields sitting there. You're able to go trade for him, and yep. you can just see it all go together with Ben Johnson. It's exciting. They're young. They're new. They're fresh, right? Right. We've already seen Jim fail, kind of, in the NFL, right. right? He had he had some really good seasons, but... Of course. And then it kind of crumbled. But at the same time, it's been a long time from now. I don't watch a lot of college football, so I don't want to say I watch a lot of Michigan football. I do not. But from everything you just said, that gets me very excited for these yes. weapons on the well, Falcons. look what he did so for J.J. McCarthy. You know, like, let, let's say Atlanta has the number 11 pick, I believe it is. I mean, hire Jim Harbaugh and draft J.J. McCarthy. You have enough talent on the offensive side of the ball where you could go do that if you wanted to trade down a little bit and get that guy. He may be bringing Mentor, the defensive coordinator for Michigan, along with him, which is going to keep that defense where it is. It just makes way more sense to me. If you want an experienced, decorated head coach because you're Arthur Blank and you don't want to mess around with an inexperienced guy again at your age, it makes all the sense in the world to go with Jim Harbaugh, in my opinion. But... With that being said, let us know down below in the comments who you think would be the better fit for coach for the Atlanta Falcons. Now it is time. There's no best games of the week because we're into the playoffs, but it's time for us to give our picks for who are going to win these divisional round football games. It is the best football weekend of the year, folks, and we're going to give our picks in just a moment. Before we do, though, Do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Look, at the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What is the one move I can make that will take my business to the next level in 2024? And it's funny because there are a lot of owners around the NFL asking that same question as well. Maybe they should go to LinkedIn Jobs because you know that your success depends on the team that you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board, okay? LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals. Yes, with a B, billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is so easy that you can get a ton of quality candidates within 24 hours. As a matter of fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires against leading competitors. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats, they might not have the time or the resources to hire. Post your job for free 
at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Also want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is the best place to buy tickets. I mean, I have purchased concert tickets. I have purchased baseball, basketball, football tickets. It's not just those. I mean, they have comedy. They have theater as well. And no matter what you're buying, you're going to get killer last-minute deals, all-in prices. Michelle, you know like I know, you go buy tickets on most places. They're not giving you the real price, okay? And then you click, and there's all these $60, $70 worth of fees on each ticket, not on game time. You also get an accurate view from your seat and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Also got to say, they have flash deals where they give you these like really great discounts on tickets. They just pop up out of nowhere. You got to be on the lookout, but it's fantastic. Also, you get the game time guarantee. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, game time is going to credit you 110% of the difference. Game time puts their money where their mouth is. So download the game time app. Create an account. Use the code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code Locked On. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. All right, football fans, we are on to our final conversation of a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. Again, I am one of your hosts, Tyler Rowland, local expert for Locked On Titans here with one of Locked On Podcast Network's fantasy experts, Michelle Mazuk. We are getting into our divisional picks. All right, the best weekend of football every single year. Alex isn't here today, of course, but Alex likes to remind you guys every week, appreciate it before it's gone. And I'm sorry, if you can't appreciate the divisional round of the playoffs, then go home, all right? That's all I got to say. This is the best football we're going to get all year long. So, Michelle, let's do it this way. Which game do you find the most interesting, and who do you think will win that game? I'll follow your lead. The most interesting game has to be Bills versus the Chiefs, right? You have Mm -hmm. the two hot. I know Patrick Mahomes has had a down year. It's still Patrick Mahomes, and it's against Josh Allen. And I'm so excited to see Patrick Mahomes in his first true road game. Like, I really game, yeah. how that that plays out there. But I also think this is the year for Josh Allen to beat Patrick Mahomes. Like I said, they're having a down year. The Chiefs defense is good, but... Travis Kelsey isn't truly himself. Rasheed Rice is awesome. But besides that, there's really no other weapons. Right. I think the Bills will handle business. Josh Allen will get it done. Patrick Mahomes will continue to struggle. I mean, it's been a really long time since we've seen him throw even three touchdowns in a game, right? Like, that used to be, mm-hmm. just be the norm. And now it's been, like, over half a season. Uh, so I'm really excited to see that game. And I think the Bills take it home. I think they win. All right, well. I disagree, Michelle. How about that? Uh, No, you you make great points for sure. But another thing, uh, I'll steal from Alex. He has a saying, it's Patrick Mahomes until it isn't. And for me, you look at the injuries on the defensive side for Buffalo. You look at how well the Kansas City defense has been playing. I think both of these offenses are good. They're both going to be able to have moments where they play excellent. But what it might come, I always say that, Offense gets you a ticket to the dance, but defense wins you the dance off. 
So you got to have a great offense to even get in there. But then who has the best defenses out of the best offenses is who ultimately wins. So defense wins championships, I guess, technically, is still true by that by that measure. But um, I just will count on Patrick Mahomes to, one, not make the big mistake. I think Mahomes is more... Um, Allen is more turnover prone, so if I have to pick a QB who's going to make a big mistake, I would pick Josh Allen, and I think the Chiefs' defense is better, so if it devolves down into a low-scoring game, which defense makes more plays, I think it'll be the Chiefs. Uh, I, I sent a tweet out in, like, October or something when everyone was saying, oh, the Chiefs are terrible, blah, blah, blah. Like, here we are again in the boring part of the NFL season where everyone tells themselves the Chiefs are bad, and then... By the time we look up, they'll be in the AFC Championship game again, and everyone will be like, oh, why were we crapping on the Chiefs like that? They were still good. So uh, I actually would like to see the Bills win. I would, I want the Bills to win the game because I want to see something fresh, want to see something new, and I really like Josh Allen and their fan base. I think they deserve it um, with what they've shown to be throughout the last few years, all the different charity stuff and all that, and the, the energy there. Buffalo fans deserve it, but I, I just can't bet on Josh Allen and I'm not going to bet against Pat Mahomes. I'll take the next one. I'll go to the other AFC matchup, Texans and Ravens, which is Saturday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. That Chiefs game is the last game on the schedule on Sunday night, and then the Texans-Ravens game is the first one. And we talked about it earlier. I think Lamar does get this done. I think what you mentioned, the Ravens' defense, though, will be the key to that because with there were so many wide-open receivers. I think Houston Texans wide receivers averaged five yards of separation. As a Titans fan, give me Bobby Slowick, please. But they're not getting that against the Ravens. They're simply not. So, to me, I think the pressure the Ravens can bring with their talent on, on defense, the personnel they have in the back end, including Kyle Hamilton, um, I don't think that the Texans are going to have the easy opportunities that they had against the Browns. They're going to make it tougher on C.J. Stroud. And I'll just go with the MV, the prob- probable two-time MVP quarterback finding a way to get it done over C.J. Stroud. I think this is a lower-scoring game than people are going to think that it's going to be. And I'm going to go with the Ravens in this one. Yeah, I think the Ravens get this done pretty easily. It was really fun to see C.J. Stroud and the Texans offense beat up on the Browns. But yes. at the same time, going into that game, I was picking the Texans to win because Me too. the Browns had an incredible defense at home this year. They yes. were actually quite bad on the road entering that game they were allowing nearly 30 points per game on the road a ton of yards per game they were not even close to the same defense at home in a way so i think that's a big reason why the texans could do whatever they wanted against them but also on the other side joe flacco turned into joe flacco right he turned yes. into what he was towards it the struck of the midnight year. michelle yes. yeah i don't think lamar jackson's going to throw a couple picks especially pick sixes like So Lamar is going to get it done with his legs, make some solid enough plays with his arms. And I think the defense will take complete control of this rookie, of this young offense in this Mm -hmm. huge playoff game. I I won't be surprised if the Ravens win by 20 points. Yeah, I mean, that is a large margin, but I I don't think you're completely off the beaten path. I think another thing to mention here is the weather element. Uh, The Texans are a speed-based offense. Devin Singletary, more of a speed than power guy. Um, You look at the guys getting down the field for the Texans as well, and they're going to be playing outdoors in Baltimore. I don't know the weather in Baltimore, but uh, I'm a human being on the east coast or the east side of the country, and it's pretty cold. It's pretty cold. So I think that'll definitely factor in when you go with who has the better run game. Clearly, the Baltimore Ravens win, win in that department. So defense and run game in the cold weather, I'll go with Baltimore as well. We'll flip to the NFC side. 
the Packers, and well, I'll save that one to the end. Bucks, Lions. I'm quick. I'm going with the Lions. I, yeah. I like what the Bucks did, but they ran into a clown show in this year's Philadelphia Eagles. It is not going to be that easy. And I think I think the Eagles tackling was despicable. That was a team who quit. Yeah. They absolutely quit. The Lions are the furthest thing away from quitting. They're not going to quit. They're going to bite your kneecaps off. I'm going to go with the Lions. I'm 100% with you. The Eagles played with zero heart. Uh, And I'm not trying to take anything away from the Buccaneers. They played with a lot of heart. And that's great to see Baker had a really good game. But, yeah, they they quit out there on their team. The Lions, like you said, complete opposite. They're going to give it their absolute all. And the Lions are just a better team right now. And I mm-hmm. think Jared Goff is a better quarterback than Baker. Love me some Baker. But I'll take Goff at home. The Lions get this done. And they go to the conference championship. That would be so fun for them. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I think that's a story that the NFL wants and the NFL needs, quite honestly. Detroit yeah. fans, like I said about Buffalo, they deserve it. So we'll go quickly through what might – B, I mean, the Chiefs-Bills obviously looks great, but what might end up being the best game of the weekend is the Green Bay Packers against the San Francisco 49ers on Saturday night. Jordan Love ascending, looking like he's taking that torch from Aaron Rodgers. The 49ers are not above an absolute choke job. They absolutely aren't. And Jordan Love might be the better quarterback in this one, which definitely could balance out things. I'm not, man. I picked the Packers to upset the Cowboys. I'll admit I did pat myself on the back because if you don't, who else will? But I'm not willing to go that far this week. I'm I'm going to go with San Francisco. And uh, I think San Francisco is just a much better team. But the Packers, my dad's a big Packers fan, 1966, been following the team. I grew up at a Packers house, Packers ownership, all that stuff. I would like to see the Packers win. But the reality is it's a win-win for the Packers. You've done enough this year where there's absolute reason to be excited about their Super Bowl chances going forward. And even if they lose to San Francisco, it's not a down uh, a down feeling for Packers fans. So with that being said, though, I'll go with San Francisco. Yeah, easily 49ers for me. The 49ers are not at all like the Cowboys. The Cowboys fall on their face every single playoffs and just lose in a more embarrassing way every year. They just find different mm-hmm. ways to lose, right? The 49ers are uh, amazing in the playoffs. They uh, I mean, what they've been to the conference championship now, three of the last four years, they're going to get it done. They have an amazing offense that's going to destroy the Packers defense. And then I I think their defense is plenty good enough to control Jordan Love. I know he's on fire right now, uh, but I think this is another game where the 49ers win by 14, a couple touchdowns at least. Yeah, it's it's Sensei versus Master. Or wait, Sensei is a master. It's Sensei versus... uh... Oh, I'm going to go Jedi Padawan because I can't think of the opposite. Sensei and, and and Grasshopper. I'll say that anyways. But again, to me, this, this is a big, can Jordan Love break the curse? Because you've seen a lot of Packers quarterbacks lose to San Francisco, yeah. even going back to Terrell Owens catching that slant on the goal line against the Packers when they had Brett Favre. Beating San Francisco is a big deal for Green Bay. And if Jordan Love does that, whoo, conversations are going to get crazy. And I miss the Joe Barry hate. It's been weeks since people have hated on Joe Barry's defense, and I need it back. All right, I need it back in my life. But with that being said, that is going to do it for Thursday edition. Michelle, thank you so much for filling in for Alex. Guys, as I tell you, every single Thursday, start your weekend early and stay safe out there.